Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. And as promised, we're talking about Rahazos of New York today with Arthi. <laughs> you I promised? gave you a proper intro. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Because you were like, yeah. you never give me a proper intro. You always <laughs> just start recording and we're in the middle of something and we're laughing. So now I gave you a proper intro. And it, yeah. We and were I in the middle of something and then you made me. Stop. So you could give You were me complaining mom. about your mom, okay? <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. Tell me. No. What is it? Who? What no, is okay. it? It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. My mom is not like, you know, Giselle's mom. That's all. I wish you would like her, but no. Giselle. Oh, Giselle's mom? Giselle. Not Giselle. Giselle. <laughs> I was like, Giselle. Giselle. No. Um, okay. So, wait, what? That's an um odd name or a unique name for an Indian. Jessel. I don't. I mean, I've definitely heard variations of Jessel. Jessel. Really? Yeah, I've heard that name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like she's Punjabi, so I feel yeah. like that's uh, yeah. Probably I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I she's got so a very too. Punjabi face too. She's got. Yeah. She's very North Indian. Jessel Tank. <laughs> Um, so obviously we're going to jump right in to this new Mm -hmm. Roni. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's Real Housewives of New York or do you feel like you're still watching Real Housewives of New York? I actually think it's, um, Real Housewives of New York. I think I'm watching, I'm not watching the old New York, but this feels like a fresh new, um, it's a fresh new city is how I'm approaching it because yeah. it's not just the Upper East Side. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all of the different corners of Manhattan plus Brooklyn. So, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. still haven't included Bronx and Staten Island but in Queens, but that's okay. Nobody needs to include Staten Island, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Okay. So now okay. you're just going to piss off that one listener in Staten Island. Okay, fine. <laughs> I've done more before. so And I feel like the people of Staten Island also understand. It's like, but if you're going to include Staten well, Island in, in Staten New York. Island in Jersey, right? So they don't need – they got included in Jersey. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> they don't have to. They are more. They are more in line with Jersey anyway. So, I mean, I take offense to that as somebody from New Jersey, but I agree. <laughs> Isn't Danielle from Staten Island? She is, and so yeah. is um, Jackie. Jackie Goldschneider is originally oh, yeah. from Staten Island. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. by the way, like a majority of the cast of Jersey Shore were from Staten Island and Long Island. Yeah. So, yeah. So who? Are, yeah. The, so what are you getting offended about? <laughs> Just him being a snob. It's <laughs> so funny. You are from Jersey. How can you be a snob? <laughs> that's like an oxymoron. No, that's the thing. We're so snobby about being from New Jersey. And I'm very proud of it too. Like, don't talk about my state that way. But also, I feel really – we're not even talking about Real Housewives of New Jersey. I feel – like, here's the thing. I I love the fact that people like shit on New Jersey all the time because I'm like, yes, yeah, stay out of here. Don't come here. Right. I this is my state. I love yeah. living here. I will literally live nowhere else. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a it's like a quietly progressive state that everybody thinks is a dump. Fine. Consider mm-hmm. us a dump. Don't come here, please. Right. But it's a great time. I like New Jersey. <laughs> and you know what? Staten Island, you don't get to be a part of New Jersey and you don't get to be a part of New York City. You're, Staten Island is equivalent to me, like, you know, upstate New York. I'm <laughs> like, Rochester, Staten Island. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> I just insulted Dorinda so bad right now. Dorinda is, Dorinda is screaming her head off. What? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get into it. Uh, okay. Real Hustlers of New York. Tell um, me your let's first go. Impressions. First yeah, so impression. we'll do. What's your overall impression of the? Okay, my my overall impression was I really enjoyed the episode. Okay. I enjoyed watching yeah. it, yeah, and I, did I was too. and I was thinking back to when I started watching Real Hustlers of New York original. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest things in the beginning of the show was that there were these snobby women together and then poor Alex just got cast on the show, <laughs> was brought on the show. And that was a lot of the drama on the very first season was how they thought that Alex like didn't belong. Like Alex right. brought Simon to a girl's dinner, girls only right. dinner. Right. And so like things like that. And it's still, I know a lot of the thing is, well, we should really be watching a show where people have genuine friendships. Okay. I agree with that. Right. But- a lot of the drama happens when you bring in people that nobody knows. Ashley Darby was not friends with Giselle right. and Robin and Karen. Right. right. She was a little little girl, yeah. in the words of Mary Cosby, <laughs> and she was brought into this group of women who are like, quote unquote, socialites. Right. Or whatever right. in mm-hmm. Potomac. Yeah. So I do feel like there is a little bit of what's happening on this this cast is that Uh you have people who are Uh well-known and people who are trying to become well-known and they're all thirsting for camera Uh and they're all acting like they're very kind, nice people Uh when secretly every single person on this cast is a monster. (laughs) Every single person. And they're all acting like they're like cool and chill and like easy, breezy, beautiful. And you're like, except for Jenna. Jenna's like, no, I'm a maniac. Yeah. I'm a maniac. The exception is Uba. I think yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Uba seems like a lovely person. Uba like her cousin cousin Chanel Ayan yes. is just just beautiful. Yes. Inside so, and out. Yeah, exactly. So like I feel like 
that's that's what I'm excited to see. And also, I think it's interesting that we're watching the show after it was already filming for quite some time because it was filmed with that woman, Lizzie Savetsky, who moved from Dallas to New York to join Real Housewives of New York. Then there was uh, words between her and Bryn. And then Lizzie's husband said the N-word and then they were asked to not come back to the show. Mm-hmm. So I'll mint, I'll get to that because I feel like some of the tension that's happening between Aaron and Bryn is actually related to the Lizzie stuff. And it, it may be because one of them is more friendlier to Lizzie than other. And that exactly. And Bryn is started. Bryn is the reason why Lizzie is not on the show anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So We'll get to it, but let's go. Okay, let's go through the taglines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bryn, I love to laugh, but make me mad and I'll date your dad. Mm-hmm. What so do you rate it? Out of my 10? tagline is like, man, you just took a dialogue from your season and made it into your tagline. You were lazy, <laughs> Bryn. I expected more from you on that. However, I think Bryn is, so my impression of Bryn is she is, Somebody in a Chrishell from Selling Sunset's Body with the <laughs> thirst level of of maybe a Drusidora or a Noella mm-hmm. from OC. And then you add in a little bit of quirkiness and, you know, like as if she, is, she thinks she is the, the Sonia Morgan replacement there Ooh. in the show. Um, I personally would hate to be friends with the Bryn. (laughs) It would, it would drive me nuts. I think she's trying too hard. She's very aware of the cameras and she's trying to be, uh, you know, the one that brings the drama and is now, it's quirky that way. But I think, um, that in real life would annoy the heck out of me. But I think for this show, it's very much, it would be essential to create the drama going forward. I think somebody chaotic yeah. like that. I think she's the chaos factor. Yeah. She's like somewhere between like a, a Leah McSweeney and a Stassi Schroeder and an Ashley Darby and a Sonia Morgan. Like it feels like she's a like Chrishell, an amalgamation. In a Chrishell body. It's like the, the <laughs> constant smile on her face that's bad. I'm like, okay. That's there's something so really, yeah. There's something yeah. really. I feel like there's something really sad behind that, and it's going to come unravel. Deeply. And I'm gonna not. I'm gonna be like, oh, I hated this person, but now I have to feel sorry for her, and I don't want well, to do that. So, well, here's <laughs> the reason why I think that she actually is a deeply broken bird is because there was some interview, and it turns out that she's really good friends with Pandy, Pandy Todd, Pandora Todd daughter what? of Lisa Vanderpump, right? What? And I don't know how, but apparently years ago when Vanderpump Rules was being made, uh-huh. um, apparently she was asked to be on the show or she was – Pandy said, like, would you like to be on the show? And uh, and Bryn said no. Oh. I think it was Bryn. Was it Bryn or was it Aaron? Could it be Bryn? Because Bryn is young, right? Yeah. Could that's Wait, a, I, I could see Bryn being the person. Um, that on. Jax would sleep with, so. Yes. Hold this on. Could, yeah. Hold on. Was it Bravo by Bitches that posted this? Hold on. Let me just make sure. Um, 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 
Nope, that's not it. Damn it. Who said it? I saw it online and maybe I'm just... Queen. Did I dream it? No, I I feel like I saw something about Vanderpump told me to do something. Yeah, and I I feel like it was something about Vanderpump and then the woman said that she also made out with Peter. Oh, no. Yes. She so she auditioned for sir. No, like it was Peter, sleeping, yes. Yeah, yes. sleeping it with Peter good. is like the audition, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making out with Peter is like step one of getting step on Vanderpump Pump Rules. They're like, please make out with our manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can totally see that. But then she's being snobby about a restaurant in New York. Totally see it. Totally see it. Ex- exactly. So, so definitely I also a broken think- bird. Yeah. Definitely think of Broken Bird because there's no way that Pandora would have let her actual like stable friends join the uh-huh. show. You yeah. know, Lisa was like, you have a friend, Bryn. She is an absolute broken bird. Please hand her this apron. Hand her this yeah. handkerchief and tell her to put it on. Yeah. Put her mouth on Peter's mouth. <laughs> Give her some good cheese balls and let's, <laughs> let's put a camera on it. That's it. Yeah, Get exactly. Get a camera and good cheese balls. Let's do it. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Next, go sleep with her. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Give her, give her some of your crabs. That's it. <laughs> okay. Erin, um, her tagline is, I'm a true New Yorker. The o- I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horn. Oh. Okay. It's classic New York. Classic yeah. New York tagline. I mean – I was wondering who was going to bring bring the Wall Street, you know, tagline. Yeah, and she brought that. Yeah, in. yeah. She gives me feelings of like Heather Thompson meets Heather Dubrow meets like Carol Radzivill. She seems like somebody who's like thinks that she's down to earth and thinks that she's playing down to earth, but is like deeply snobby. Yes, and, and that's she, wonderful. Yeah, that's the. But that's also quintessential New York, right? Yes. That's yeah. For everything we say that New York, you know, people are mean, but they're really nice. They're just, you know, straightforward. There are mean, mean people too. They're mean people who mean mean, yes. right? Yeah, so, Ramona. And, and Ramona, right. Yes. So I think Erin is exactly what other people would think a New Yorker is. And so yeah. that's perfect. That's perfect. She's perfect. Yeah, because everybody would think that's a New Yorker, and Aaron thinks that she's acting like not a New Yorker, but is right. so New York. Like New York. her, and, yeah. Go and ahead. I think she's the kind that will say that uh, nothing hurts her. She can brush it off. She can just mm. be with whatever. She can go with the flow, and she doesn't really get nothing bothers her. But you know that everything bothers her. Everything she's- bothers her. <laughs> She's immediately bothered, like yes, right away. Yes, uh, yes. Okay, Jenna Lyons. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely try to keep it real. Okay, so I yeah, I mean, she leaned into her legacy, which is lashes, right? So that's good. That's her. Yeah, that's what she's known for. That's what she's built. You know, I'm I'm just glad that J Crew did not play a role in the in the tagline that she didn't include J Crew in it. Like you know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just happy that she stuck with the lashes, but um, yeah, you put it exactly right in your tweet. She's what Carol Radziwill wishes she was. So yeah, um, yeah, she's again another uh, character that you can only find in New York. 
Yes. Um, I don't think any other, you would find uh, Jenna Lyons kind of character in a- any other American city. I, I really don't. Yes, exactly. I didn't think that's what's great about her is that like even in the intro, she's wearing like, you know, these pants and then she's wearing like Converse sneakers and her laces are kind of like drooped on the side of her shoes and mm-hmm. she's not smiling and she's like feeding her dog. Yeah. She looks like that's that to me is like Jenna Lyons is actually wearing that outside. Whereas I remember with Carol, a lot of times we used to feel like, Carol, you're not actually wearing those outfits outside, ma'am. Right, right. You're just pretending like you're wearing those outfits yeah, outside. I can see Jenna Lyons sitting on the handlebar of a bicycle, <laughs> sitting on a counter, yeah. just being just cool as shit. Um, and then just celebrating her wrinkles and gray hair. Because, yeah. you know, that's her personality. Her look it becomes her personality. That I want to know what her real personality is, but she, her look itself is such a personality that you have to wait to see what this person is like. I don't think we have, we have actually in this first episode, we've got to know anything about Jenna Lyons. And I think that is going to take a few episodes to actually yes. get to the woman behind the big glasses, the wrinkled neck, the gray hair, yeah, the, you know, the slouchy clothes and just go through that and just get to the real person. Yeah, I love the fact that she's never wearing a bra, ever. Yes, yes. I love that. Yeah. More of that, please. I love that she has grays. And I think that there's something really funny about a woman like this that, like, has this really cool exterior, but you know she's an absolute maniac. Again, a very New York thing. Like, she looks like a person who would yell at you at work immediately. Yes. And her mania comes from deep insecurity. Yes. And a, like a, and her strive to succeed, like, yes. like her, her passion to succeed and how like, it's hard for obviously like women in, in any industry, but her mm-hmm. industry and older women in fashion who don't necessarily fit the mold of what women should look like, who don't dress the way women should look like. And even though those are all things that you should be fighting for, she mm-hmm. probably is such a maniac to work for. Because mm-hmm. she's she's she has neuroses about those insecurities that she's trying to like break the ceiling to like make yeah. normal. Yeah. Uh, perfect. What are, perfect. All right. Yeah. Next is our girl Jessel. Yeah. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have taste. And I was like, okay, this is Ramona's okay, tagline. Okay. okay <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why do you okay? I here's the other thing. You're not a chef. Yes. Well, I doubt that you're ever going to cook. Yeah. Why? What is What is that point of that? Like, what, what does it tell you about her? That she's spicy? Yeah. No. I don't think so. And she's and not a spicy person. She eats spice. She might she? have a high spice tolerance. But that sure. doesn't mean, yeah. I, I also like, I don't know, as a woman, of as a South Asian woman, I get really annoyed when everything related to me is related to spice. I'm like, colonizer, is that all you see in me is spices to pillage for? Like, is that it? There's more to me than just flavor and seasoning. Yeah. And I think we should, we should, um, we should put a disclaimer here because we as South Asians will be the hardest on South Asians. So I'm sure there are other people that love Giselle. But we are judgmental daisies. 
this is yeah. what we ha- our minds have been trained to do is to you know judge each other. So yeah. we are going to be judgy about her, and my judgment is meh. Yeah, I think um, what but what I think the way I see Jessel is I see Jessel as a Kyle Kyle Richards. Oh, as somebody who is going to put her family, 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 my kids, my family as first, but really not as first, but she's going to, her husband is clearly signed on. He's the only husband that showed up, if I'm correct. I think Aaron's husband, we briefly saw. But Aaron's he, and size we saw a little size, bit. Size, yeah, but a little bit, but Jessel's husband like actually had something to talk about, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely unsure that he did not bring the laptop and put it up right in that living room, right <laughs> as the camera crew is coming in. <laughs> knowing that there would be an interaction like i think he's just as thirsty so i think that is um and he's um this is going to be a mauricio and kyle richards kind of angle where and we also saw during the scene during the entire episode jessel is sits there takes in what other drama is happening and then brings it up in a, hey, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And she's kind mm-hmm. of like the sh- shitster that Kyle was in the first first season, would always bring it up and put it in front of other people to fight, and then she sits back. Um, I think, yeah, so, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I She's clearly, her furniture is brand new. She f- definitely refurnished her ha- apartment right before the camera came through. Because there's no way there was, those white couches survived her boys. Those kids are terrorists. Yes. I can say Eight that. Cupboard. Eight cupboard. Eight cupboard. They both need, well, I don't think you should be hitting your kids. Yes. Let's just say that. But yeah. I, one thing that I really enjoy with Jessel is that when people, other people are there, like Bryn or mm-hmm. like Aaron or Jenna Lyons comes over, she's like, oh, hi, hi, hello, hi. Mm-hmm. But the way she's like talking to her, the but the real Jessel is her mother Neelam, who is unimpressed mm-hmm. driving yes. over the yes. Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, her mother Neelam is just kind of like cold stone, cold stone face. I don't give a fuck that we're fly- we're going over the Brooklyn Bridge. You're bringing me with you to go to Brooklyn so that I can watch your twins while you have a kiki with your friends. That's who the real Jessel is. And you see the real Jessel come out when she's with Bavit. She hates yeah. Bavit and it's hilarious. <sighs> they don't get along at all. They, now they no. have the boys and their mother is the buffer now. And, you know, and it's like, Jessel, get a nanny. You could bring a nanny. Why are you bringing I understand moms typically in our, in our, you know, families, moms are always involved with the children and they're very involved. But at the same time, I mean, don't bring your mom and then relegate her to a different room. Yeah. Watch, watch the, uh, yeah, the terror twins. The terror twins. They're very cute. They're very cute. Just, you know. Monsters. Not to be on TV. I mean, I think they would be fine. I think it's the, you know, having all these strangers in the camera in your face might bother you too at that age. But, you know, if they're not the quiet, well-behaved kids, leave them out of filming. Uh, Jessel has a husband like Simon who is wanting to, um, you know, get right in the camera and children Mm. like Francois and Jacques who are nuts. Yes. 
So I like it. I like I like the chaos around Jessel yes. because she's still acting like she has it together, but she mm-hmm. doesn't. And I love that. I love when someone thinks that they're pulling the sheep's wool over our eyes, but they're very bad at it. And I think that yeah. that's funny. And I think Jessel is going to just – it was so funny. Somebody said, she's so innocent. Who was it? Somebody said – I think, I think Aaron was, said about her or so yeah, innocent. somebody said there's something innocent about Jessel. And uh, I was like, no. where? It's her mother. Her mother is innocent, but <laughs> <laughs> everything else is going to fall apart. Just watch. <laughs> it's going, she's going to blossom into a beautiful monster. Yes, exactly. Yes. All right. Then we have Sai. Um, mm-hmm. Her tagline is in New York, there's a lot of bad apples and I'm the baddest of the bunch. I have to say about Sai. I was trying to thinking about all these other housewives and who they remind me of and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that Sai feels like a uniquely, like mm-hmm. truly unique addition to housewives. There's nobody like Sai no. on housewives at this no. point. No, she feels like a grown up gallery girls. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She feels yeah. like this is who a gallery girls girl would have grown up into. I think it's also like important because. People think of Real Housewives of New York as like old socialites, but you have to remember that New York City has changed a lot where you don't really have that like charity scene, old socialite scene anymore. You Mm -hmm. have different scenes now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the young people that are coming up in New York are people like Cy who wanted to grow up to like Mm -hmm. live in brownstones and like Mm -hmm. be be part of a certain group of Mm -hmm. people. But Mm -hmm. those groups are not necessarily going to – allow an influencer to come in there. Mm-hmm. But now there is spaces, there are spaces, there's fashion spaces and um, marketing spaces that really have a lot of influencers working for them. And right. I feel like that's like a big part of New York now. So mm-hmm. I I like Sai. I'm excited yeah. to to get to know her. Yeah. I and think then, um yeah. I think she is going to be I think she is an even it, <laughs> I know Brooklyn is no longer considered outside of Manhattan. It's yes. actually um, it's actually better to be in Brooklyn than in Manhattan. People, yes, are, yeah, they look down on people living in Manhattan now. But at the same time, I think Sai is still amongst all of the others that live in Manhattan. Sai is still considered an outsider. She's still yes. set aside as an outsider, and it's interesting because um, I think. Sai is going to be uh, at the center of a lot of different uh, conflicts going Ooh. forward only because I think she speaks her mind and she she's outspoken, but she she doesn't quite fit the mold. of So Jessel is always sucking up to Jenna. Yes. She'll not speak out against Aaron. Yes. So she's not going to take a side much like, Kyle Richards. She's going to sit on the fence, right? But, and she's always aspiring for what others have, which is again a Kyle Richards um, kind of um, trait. But I think Sai is somebody who would speak up and say things that are going to, uh, and she's not going to take one side or the other. And that's going to, not one side or the other, but because on principle, because she will give her own opinion rather than because she doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. And yeah. that's going to uh, cause issues down the line for her. So that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think so too. I think that was a really good point because 
I do think that Jessel is going to try to lay low and be like Switzerland. And mm-hmm. I, I have so many theories about what they're actually fighting about. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get into it. So, all right. Last housewife is Uba, uh-huh. Uba Hassan. Her, I love the fact that she's the first person in the taglines. I love her intro. Like it actually, I'm thinking about it right now and I'm just happy. I have goosebumps. She says, the secret ingredient, darling, it's me. This is something she's, first of all, so stunning. She's just like, there's, there's like a charisma behind her that I'm like, right. I want to be where you are. Right. And you know when we the best part of Housewives of Dubai is Chanel Ayan for me. Yes, and yes. I wanted more of her, and now I feel like with Uba, I'll have a Chanel Uba experience throughout the year. So I'm very, very yes. excited for that. I think Uba is a breath of fresh air. She is genuinely who she is. She presents. There's nothing fake about her. Um, I think much like Chanel, she's going to have a backstory that makes her mm-hmm. a strong individual. And I think just like Chanel, she's super funny. The things that yeah. come out of her mouth are going to be beautiful. Um, I just hope that she doesn't take she doesn't take on too much of Chanel's experience and then apply yes. it and rather remains just normal normal and natural. She doesn't have to put up anything. She doesn't have to try too hard, and I hope she doesn't. But Yeah, I she's agree. She's stunningly beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah. So the episode has all these intros of all these people, and then we have Sai hosting Jessel and Bryn at her home in Brooklyn, and then Uba and Aaron are meeting at Washington Square Park. Okay, can I ask you one thing before we go into each of the scenes? Yeah. What did you think about the the distribution of everybody in different parts of New York City and the choice of one African um, American, one Hispanic, one Indian, and then all of the representations, like literally they took one of each. Yeah, and they, they put really it in. Yeah. And what did you think of it? And I think in trying to do that, they had to force friendships. So what do you think of all of that? So first of all, yeah, let's talk about it. We have a a lesbian, a um, a a black woman, Mm -hmm. a Jewish woman, Mm -hmm. an Indian woman, Mm -hmm. a Latina woman, and a half black woman who is from the Midwest and has moved to New York. Mm -hmm. That's Bryn. That's – if I have to – I have to say – if we're talking about Real Housewives of New York needs to show what New York actually Mm -hmm. looks like. Yes, visually, that's very New York, right? Mm-hmm. All the people I feel like feel very New York to mm-hmm. me. But I do think that And you know, Uba is Muslim, right? And yeah, Uba yeah. comes from a Muslim family. Yeah. So I think I think that those are great add-ins, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think that that's yes, that's absolutely something that was missing from the original Real Housewives of New York. Um, and the reason it was missing from real ho- the original Housewives of New York is because it was not it was not supposed to be Housewives. It was supposed to be a completely different show. Yeah. And it was um, um, actually a, more about a show of these women that were all friends with each other in the Upper East Side or whatever. Socialite kind of. Socialite. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If now we have to look at Real Housewives of New York as not a show about socialites, but a show about women in New York City, then yes, that mm-hmm. this is accurate. I also think it's accurate that yes, New Yorkers aren't just Upper East Side or Upper West Side. New Yorkers are everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think Aaron lives in Tribeca. I don't know where Bryn lives. Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea, Tribeca, Upper West Side. 
um, Brooklyn. There's like, they're all and over. Columbus Circle. Columbus yeah. Circle. So I yeah. think that's very good. Mm-hmm. I actually like it. I know people are going to have a lot of comparisons to the old New York show, but mm-hmm. you just you can compare the two. The yeah. thing you need to remember is a Housewives show is really, really good. When you have people pretending like they're good at pretending for television and they're not, mm-hmm. and then it's funny. Like that yes. is that is why we all are hooked because we're like, are you watching? Are you this delusional or am I just really smart? Like there is something really right. wonderful about that. Exactly. And it's, and it's when everybody's right and everybody's wrong at the same time, which is like this little fight that they're having about the restaurant and about the cheese plate and all that. There is a hint of everyone's right and everyone's wrong because yeah. they're likely fighting about something else, but nobody's allowed to say it. And I just feel like that's fine. Yeah. You touched upon two things. One was that this is you, and this is something that I mentioned as well before is that you have to approach this as a brand new city show. You, yeah. I, when I saw these women, not one of them, I felt like I needed, like I talked about who they all re- uh, reminded me of. Not one of them reminded me of the old New York cast. That felt yeah. like a whole other show and this felt like a whole other show. And I'm okay with it. I don't need them to be the same cast. I don't need to compare them to the old New York cast. That can be, that was a different kind of funny. This is a different kind of funny. And then the other thing that you pointed out was that you want to watch, when you watch it, you're thinking about, are you that dumb or am I that smart? And I like to feel that I am the smart one. Watching this Dota bird. It gives me a good feeling. At the end of the day, come back and say, oh, thank God I'm not as dumb as this person, right? Or something along. That's how I started watching Real Housewives of OC way back when. Yes. Yes. Right? So this this is perfect. And these women are smart. They are smart, accomplished women. But they have quirks. And you feel like, okay, I can identify with that quirk. And I can see how funny that is. So I can laugh at that rather than get be anxious about it in my, if, I, if I have the same quirk, right? So yeah. that is something that is um, interesting. And I think all, all five or six women, how many women are they? They're all... Um, interesting women like uba says they're all very interesting <laughs> yeah there's seven of them seven. Oh wow okay yeah yeah um okay it's okay wait are there seven no there's yeah. six i six, can't count yeah. i can't count okay, okay. so um yeah sai has jessalyn bring come over and uba and aaron meet at washington square park and we basically find out some of this like feud that's that's happening between Bryn slash Sai and Aaron. First, it starts with they were all supposed to go out to dinner mm-hmm. and they were going to go to a restaurant that they bleeped out, but the restaurant is Catch. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were going to go out. There? Huh? Have, Have I been, been there? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's oh. been there. It's fine. Oh, not me. So I'm not okay. Me. okay. We no, don't it's have one here. I don't yeah, think. it's fine. Okay. It's fine. You know, whenever somebody's planning like a birthday dinner and then they're like, we're going to go to catch, I'm like, can we not? I get it. Yeah. It's just one of those places. It's like going to Tao. It's like, yeah. I don't want to. And again, I know I'm speaking very specifically to like a very niche group of people who know what those words mean. <laughs> but it's like, it's just, you know. It's like rails, but not so. Not no, as, it's as fun. 
Nothing is like rails. Okay, let's not let's not get it. I'm yet to be taken to rails. You still have to take me to rails. I do have to take you to rails. <laughs> okay, um, but uh, this place that they so Aaron is planning a dinner, and she's like, it was last minute. It was Aaron, uh, Jessel, Sai, and Bryn, and it was with their husbands and whatever. And I guess Sai's husband wasn't going to come out, and Bryn doesn't have a husband, mm-hmm. so. Last minute, Aaron says that Bryn says, I don't feel good and I can't come. And Sai's like, yeah, I'm not coming either. But turns out that they didn't actually go home. They went to a different restaurant that night and then they posted about it online. <laughs> and so Aaron feels really slighted. And again, going back to your point before of somebody who's like, yeah, no big deal. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally fine. What do I care? I don't care mm-hmm. if people – I'm so easy breezy, easy Just going. tell me when I come. Well, they did. Yeah. Woman. Yeah, yeah, but then you're mad about the fact that they didn't like tell you the whole truth about mm-hmm. where they were about mm-hmm. why they didn't want to come. Whatever. It's like Aaron, and I, I like what Sai said, which is Aaron. She's known Aaron for a while, and Aaron is somebody who's always fighting with someone because she doesn't. She's like too sensitive, mm-hmm. and I know exactly the kind of person Aaron is because I'm that person. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> because she is me. I'm definitely someone who's like, no, yeah, no big yep. deal. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Except there's so many worries. Your, I'm all your worries. voice is getting high pitch every time you say, no, no worries. No worries. Yeah. And the higher pitch my voice is, the higher my anxiety is about the yes. situation. <laughs> so you have that happen. And then you also have this thing where then Bryn says, well, then later on, she and Aaron were hanging out. And Bryn says that Aaron said that Sai said that the cheese plate at Aaron's house was weird. Okay, How, so okay, this is wait, the part wait. that I got confused. I was like, okay, did they go to the restaurant, see the cheese plate, and then leave? No, no. But now you're saying that there was a cheese plate gathering first before <laughs> they went to the restaurant, and the cheese plate that cheese plate gathering was another event that Sai apparently side-eyed the cheese and said that's weird. <laughs> to Aaron and Aaron then told that to Bryn. Yeah. Did I get that right? Okay. Correct. Yeah. I also was a little bit confused about the timeline, but here's the thing. They're all talking about this because they're talking about how they're going to do girls night in at Jenna Lyons's house. And it's going to be the first time they're all together after a while. And they keep saying, well, you know, that night since the cheese plate night, since the cheese night to cheese night. So my gut says that the cheese plate night is the night when all that stuff happened with Lizzie Savetsky, who mm. was previously. And so, do you know what happened with that? No, woman? tell me more. Okay, tell me everything. So, the story was that Lizzie Savetsky back in fall of last year. So this was filming already, mm-hmm. and because I think Bryn comes over with like Halloween bags, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. that this was already filming in the fall. Mm-hmm. So back in the fall, Lizzie Savetsky was no longer part of Real Housewives of New York. And she said that it was because she was being attacked with a lot of anti-Semitism because she's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And while I believe that that is uh, true that she was being attacked mm-hmm. with a lot of anti-Semitism, because that is a reality of mm-hmm. existing in a marginalized mm-hmm. world, uh, existing in a world as a marginalized person, that is not why she was asked not to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, so Lizzie is a... Uh, Orthodox Jewish matchmaker. Ah, okay. And so she was talking to Bryn, and Bryn said, I want you to set me up with a Jewish guy. Yeah. And Lizzie, this is all from page six, guys. Yeah. So Lizzie says, Well, I'll set you up, but I I prefer not to set up 
Jewish people with non-Jewish people. I prefer to set up Jewish people with Jewish people. And typically, Orthodox Jewish people are going to want to only date Jewish people. And so Bryn is like, well, why? And Lizzie says something like, it's because they'd like to date within their ethnicity. Or it's she says something along the lines of preserving their ethnicity or preserving their ethnic culture or something like that. And so I think that those words, preserving, ethnic, all that stuff, Bryn says those are words that like, and this is a guy's all from page six, Bryn says something like, these are words that like a Nazi would use to talk about, like she says, those are the kind of words like people who did the Holocaust would use, preserving, ethnicity, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? And so Lizzie's like, no, like that's not what it means. And obviously in this situation, Aaron is there and Aaron is defending Lizzie because mm-hmm. Aaron is also a Jewish right. person. She understands. By the way, I fully understand where Lizzie is coming from. Right. People wanting to date within their culture and wanting to date within their ethnicity makes sense to me also because there's not a lot of Jewish people in the world. So mm-hmm. I understand wanting to do that. There's but, nothing offensive But also about every culture has that. Every culture themselves, has. And it's... Uh, it's fine. That's your preference. That's fine. Exactly. And yeah. I I understand why Bryn might be triggered by hearing something like, why would you want to per- preserving our ethnicity by not mixing with other people? Does it is it feels right. achy because Bryn is half black. She's half right. black and half white. So I right. can understand for a biracial woman why that would feel so offensive because that would be like saying like, well, you're not as Jewish anymore because you're mixed, you know? Yeah, every culture has an orthodox vein to it. And th- that orthodox group of people in every culture tend to do that. They tend to be very strict about how they observe their religion and they want to be in the same community so they don't have to disrupt that, right? And yes. it's not the healthiest. It's not what I would prefer. It's not how things happen, but it happens. And it's yeah. not just in the Jewish community. That's for sure. It's definitely yeah. there in my Hindu community. I don't agree with it. I think it's idiotic, all of that. But at the same time, I know that that exists. Exactly. But... Well, so, I agree with Brent too. I mean, like it has the way you pr- say about talk about it also has that implication of what Brent is saying. Why would you want to exclude and why would you be exclusive, exactly right? So then, mm-hmm. apparently, this gathering happens. Then Brent and Lizzie have an off-camera phone call, and in that phone call, Brent says it would be like the some of the words you were using. It's like if she says she compared words that Lizzie was using to the n-word and in the conversation uh Bryn uses the n-word right mm-hmm. and Bryn is a half black woman mm-hmm. um she's a black woman so she says the n-word and then lizzie says that she got nervous that like Bryn was then going to imply that lizzie was saying something about black people so then Lizzie's husband goes to production and has a conversation with production about what has transpired. And in his conversation with production, he actually uses the N-word. He doesn't say Bryn said the N-word. He says Bryn said the N-word. He actually says the word. And so at that point, production said, "We what, no, 
we're, we're shutting this down. The Savetskis are no longer invited to be part of Real Housewives of New York because we're not doing this again. We're not having this happen again where people are off camera using words that they should absolutely not be mm-hmm. using, even if it is to retell a story yeah. of, an, of a black person using the N-word. You can't do that. So yeah. to go to like where we're at in the show on the episode that we watched, I think when they keep saying that night, the night of the cheese plate, that it's been a while since that – I think that what actually happened that night was all this stuff with Lizzie and Sai being a Latina woman may mm. have sided with Bryn. Mm. And I feel like that's maybe where some of the uh like some of the tension is coming from and maybe that's also why Sai and that's Bryn decided not to yeah. Not to go out to dinner with Aaron at Catch. It may have been about the restaurant, but it may have also just been about the fact that they were maybe not so I, yeah. warm with Lizzie. I think that's a complicated issue, and I'm wondering how they decided to keep to take Lizzie out, but keep Bryn in, and what yes. was that decision there? Right? So I don't know. I know. Yeah. So then, I mean, that's I'm why not siding with Lizzie. I'm not saying that she was necessarily right or that, no. Um, I just, I just think that there's a lot of nuance there. So I'm wondering how that decision was made, um, and was there something more to it than just uh, Lizzie's husband quoting Lizzie, uh, quoting exactly. Brent, right? Exactly. I, I think there has to have been more. Otherwise, why would she be? And it it may have been maybe a more aggressive conversation than I can read on page six. Right. Bringing all that back to where we're at on the show, when they go to girls' night at Jenna's house, I think that's why Aaron and Bryn are being so, like, weird with each other and why Mm -hmm. Bryn would go out of her way to Mm -hmm. then stir up shit with Cy and Aaron because I don't think that Bryn likes the fact that Aaron was so chummy with Lizzie and Mm -hmm. on Lizzie's side. Also, by the way, the internet being what the internet is, they already pulled out that Aaron was donating to Donald Trump's campaign after the last election, uh, meaning the 2020 election. So when he well, was collecting she's funds, not like you, okay? No, she's not like me. After she was, after he was collecting funds for re-election and the recount yeah. and all that stuff, she donated to him. <gasps> Wow. I know. Aaron. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Aaron, you are the Ramona. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now so I, I'm comparing her to Ramona. Yeah. So I feel like maybe Aaron is not as – maybe Aaron's insecurities also exist from the fact that she is a conservative woman right. in this group. And I don't believe the rest of the women in this group are conservative in that no. way. I don't not think politically so. conservative. Not, not maybe Jessel. Maybe we don't know. Well, Jessel but. seems like somebody who doesn't actually follow politics. Vote. Yeah, or vote. Yeah, or yeah, or vote. Yeah, she one hundred. And like, again, we're both. She I wish you guys could see both of our. Yeah, both of our brows got so furrowed right now. Yeah. We're like Jessel. <laughs> she doesn't even vote. Like we're so disappointed in her because one hundred percent. We're like that idiot. She just does whatever her. She doesn't okay. vote. She's from London. She doesn't have yeah. her American citizenship. She probably doesn't even vote. She probably loves the royal family. <sighs> you know, I bet she hates I Meghan bet. Markle. I hate. I bet. <laughs> I bet. 
Oh. Yeah. We put her in a box without even knowing her. We have just put her in a box. And we're just going to hate on her until she proves otherwise. Well, we you know are, what? Like, she's, we are the ACs. She has to prove herself to us before we accept her. Well, we you will know accept what? everybody else. We live and accept Erin. But we will not accept Giselle until she proves herself to us. That's how we were raised, okay? <laughs> you know what? This is this should be a reminder to the whoever it is. Nobody's listening that actually like does any of the PR for these shows. But they had all those influencers come out to the New York premiere. Not one single brown person there. Not one no. single South Asian there for the first Daisy Housewife who right. ended up vomiting all over the red carpet. But right. still, yes. You guys didn't even include us. Now I didn't even get a chance to like her because yeah. you excluded me from the party. Would I have liked her? Would I have felt sympathy for her vomiting all over Would the carpet? Would you have taken a picture of her vomiting? None of them had that on camera. Nobody got it on camera. You would have. I would have because I would have had my eyes on her as a brown yeah. woman. Right. <laughs> okay. They're playing this like sex game and they're like, what would your pornography be? Right. I just have to point this out. Uba says it would be something very halal, right? Yeah. And then they're like, halal? What do you mean by that? And then Aaron goes, oh, like eating halal? And I'm like, no, that's not what that means. It really bothered me. I was like, none of you guys know what that word means. But would they know if if Aaron said kosher? Yeah, exactly. It's like if she said if it, it would just be something very kosher, yeah. I don't think anybody would be like, oh, what are you going to do? Eat pastrami sandwiches in your porno? Yeah. But that's not what they took from when she said halal because they only consider halal like food. Food. They're like, oh, she's <laughs> eating gyros. No. <laughs> she just means it would be like kosher or halal. Like it would be something really conservative and covered. Forbidden. Like, but yeah, it would have been like allowed and not forbidden. Like it's yeah. just so stupid. I really bad. Yeah. I was like, you know what? New Yorkers, doesn't matter how cultured or diverse that group right. is. They're still dodo birds. <laughs> but okay, she also why? said bananas, right? It would yeah, have bananas. Like it doesn't bananas. matter, but it would involve bananas. And even then they were thinking about eating the banana. I was like, Maybe she was going to do something else with it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, why don't any of these women know what khakis are? (gasps) Yes. But in some ways, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I guess. Because, you know, khaki is a... It, it's an Indian word. It's an Indian it word is. originated from India. And it's because our clothes used to be that color in the, under the British Raj. Um, you know, all of her... I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know all of military clothes, all of police clothes, everything that was British. We were... Indians were to wear khakis. That's where it came from. So I'm okay with it. Oh, my God. Because yeah, that's it's khaki. Yeah. Khaki. Oh, yes. Wow, look at that. We learn something new every day. And fucking Jessel was like, I don't even have any khakis. And it's like, shut up, Jessel. <laughs> and somebody, I, now I'm forgetting because it's been a couple of days, but somebody somebody said Gunga Dean. Who said that? Oh, that huh? was in the OC. That was OC. And that's a whole thing that I wanted to get into, but that was Heather Dubrow saying, oh, Gunga Dean. And I'm like, Heather Dubrow. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the origins of that? Okay, anyway. Can you tell us the origins of that? 
That was the Ganga Din was a caricature Indian um, person in the British Raj. That like all the servants were Ganga Dins, people oh. helpers were Ganga Dins, and oh, what, who the did character you see that, that would be used uh, in all of their plays and all that. The Ganga Din was the guy, the Indian servant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who, um, when did she say that? She was like moving boxes or something in her <gasps> garage or something. I think it was Heather. And she said, Gunga, ah, oh, Gunga Den. And I was like, really? Woman? Heather. You're doing labor and you thought of Gunga Den? Okay. <laughs> Heather Dubrow. Heather Page can't do bro. How right. dare you? Yes. <laughs> Television's Heather Page can't do bro. <laughs> okay. Anyway, at this party, Bryn and Aaron talk and they ruin Jenna's clothes. Dude. <laughs> Jenna Lyons' face was like, okay, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. You led yeah. them into your closet and they are yeah. running amok. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Bryn is so annoying. And I think that Aaron is trying to like, I don't think Aaron is an actual secure original person because her being like, yeah, let's roll around and be silly. <laughs> like, shut no. up, Aaron. That's no, not Aaron who you just, are. If, you, if your theory is correct, Aaron just went through a situation with Lizzie where she saw what happened when Lizzie went against Bryn. So Aaron is, so when Bryn comes in and jokes around with Aaron and makes fun of her for being so sensitive and then just says, let's forget it. Give me a hug. You're fine. Aaron has no choice but to roll around and be okay with it and just roll it over because she doesn't want to lose his job. So she is playing, hey, okay, I'm okay with it. But, you know, deep inside, she's, like, still gurgling with, you know, with resentment. Yes. She's (laughs) gurgling like Jessel's insides were at the New York (laughs) premiere party. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Bryn is so annoying when she comes in and she's like, I'm so scared. I'm scared. Aaron's going to murder me. Like, I'm like, you know what, Bryn? Be be an original person. Okay? Mm -hmm. Knock it off. Yeah. I can't wait to Bryn hate you. think she's going to kill Sai and take over Sai's life. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Try it, Bryn. Sai is going to kill you first. Yes, but okay, exactly. whatever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited about this. Have you been watching Crappy Lake? Yes. So funny. That's such a joy, too. So I good. miss these two. I'm so happy it's um, Sonia and Luann. Because they balance each other out and they actually get along and they don't have any issues. And they're being kind. They're being so kind to the people around them. And they are like, they have really bought into, this is what we are going to do. We are going to go into the mud. We are going to catch a fish. We are going to do, we are going to sleep in, you know, motels owned by our Desi brother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who hasn't washed any of those sheets in many, many months. And he's like, okay. Here, I put some spray in there. So here's a candle for you, and that's all you get. Now clean up. And so it's 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 um it's refreshing that they are they have bought into the simple life part too. Yeah, I loved and it. They are like loving it. They are loving it because it's making them a ton of money. Yeah, and they have decided this is who they are. They are performers. They yeah. are entertainers, as Sonia yeah. says. And they're going to uh, really uh, embrace that. There's no way that Ramona could have been put into this. There's no way. Ramona would never bring herself down to a motel. Never. 
No, and, and I also I also think you bring up such a good point about them being performers now. Because yeah. that's another thing on Real Houses of New York, you're not going to get the same – if you put that same cast together, right. it's not the same vibe because then they're performing for camera. They're not right. actually – right. there's no storylines anymore. It's just them getting drunk and rolling right. around and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like – that gets tired. At least in this situation, we are watching women who don't know each other, who live in diverse situations, get to know each other and have – and at this point, they've already gotten to know each other. So now they have some sort of like reservations and insecurities and preconceived notions about each other. And that's interesting. Yes. And I think the diversity that they have in this new show is is going to lead to controversies and it's going to lead to situations where people have to acknowledge that they are diverse and they have to be more tolerant. I am, in some ways, I'm disappointed that Lizzie's stuff was cut out instead of addressing it on the show because that's what you need. Now you have removed Lizzie because it happened up front and you were able to cut out all of that issue. But going forward, this group is so diverse that there's going to be many such scenarios. You're not going to be firing each of them when that happens. Mm-hmm. You have to address it. So I hope Bravo understands that They cannot be going around firing people. People have to be accountable, held accountable on camera for things they do on camera and that they that that should be part of the story as well, because you want to see that happen. You want to see that addressed. They should have done it like Martha's Vineyard and had a vote off every episode. (laughs) I miss that damn show. I miss that show so much. They should have done it like Phil. Yeah. Phil and Mar- Mariah came and they left before we even got to know them. And that's what we should have seen Lizzie for like one yeah. and a half episodes. At the very least, tell us what happened because now it's like a page six story, but even that feels incomplete because it doesn't feel egregious enough to cut her out instead of address it on the on screen, right? So yeah. it yeah. is egregious, but I think it it's also it is something that they could have addressed and actually shown growth as producers. I think mm-hmm. just because they put a whole bunch of diverse people together, I don't think Bravo as a, a network or the producers have actually matured into that. So I no. want, I would have loved to see that happen on screen, but whatever. Yeah, sure. I'm sure there's going to be many, many, many such situations, you know, where people don't understand what halal means. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Food? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, thanks for being here, Arthi. Maybe I can get you back for the next episode too. I would love that. I think I'm loving this. I I did not think I would love it, and then I was pleasantly surprised. I was nervous watching, and then yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is this is fun." Everybody needs yeah. to relax with what they are yeah. demanding from their television. Okay. Right. Right. You can't I all think- be Scandaval and fucking uh, Scary Island mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Erica Girardi and her uh, poo-poo Did you see that she went and met some of the uh, victims? Listen, I don't know what the hell is going on what in Beverly Hills. And there was like a photo shoot with the with the step and repeat. I'm like, what is going on here? And by the way, they invited like Bravo influencers to that event. What? So fake. So fake, guys. Don't fall for it. Anyway, uh, I'll be back uh, this weekend to talk about a little mini Real Housewives of OC recap. And then um, and also I'll be back with my brother later this week to talk about things that are happening in the world. I'm going to be putting his feet to the fire about Tom Cruise because he loves Tom Cruise and I think Tom Cruise is so problematic. <laughs> 
why? Why are why is that a topic now? I mean, everybody knows he's problematic. I mean, mission is impossible. Is it because Tom Cruise is sitting there eating his popcorn in like a bad way? <laughs> yeah. What is up with that hair? That's a wig, right? It has to be, right? It has to be. It has yes. to be like hair implants or something. It's a very something dark Costanza look. Very, very. And my brother just watched the new MI seven. I don't know how many missions oh, we're at. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. But I, I'm gonna be picking a bone with him on that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, people keep leaving reviews that say, uh, I miss Arthi. Can you please tell her to come back? Aww. I'm coming back. I'm coming for this. And then there'll be Potomac. By the way, that's getting juicy. We didn't talk about the fight. Did you talk about the fight? I talked about the fight on Mandy Slutsker's podcast, but oh, I can talk yes. about it very briefly here for a, yeah. for a little bit. Yes, because yeah. you are, you, you're literally the word on the street. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so pissed that I missed it. I didn't know where it was happening. I could have been there. <laughs> no, I'm so pissed. Giselle and Dude. Ashley having a fashion line hey okay, i'm pissed the because worst, this is the worst or best idea since she by sure okay i'm pissed because a week before that i was with chris bassett at that wedding great right. i'm all pissed that i wasn't invited to the wedding to meet chris bassett and for kim <laughs> i love kim, kim but still <laughs> no but for real like that fight was hilarious to me. And I keep saying this that like I only want to hear about that fight on the show the way that we watch them watch Jacqueline and Mia fight. It's mm-hmm. I need it to be a television program inside of a television program. Right. I need That's it. it. But and that was the fight happened before the very last day of filming. Yes. So then they all met to discuss and end the end the season. So the very last day of filming, so they all met again. So they would have had a synopsis of the fight and they would have oh. had a con- discussion. I saw a clip of the cameras going back up at the end of yes. that fight. Yeah. And Candace was talking to a producer and she said something like that, <laughs> that aggressive build a bear. He <laughs> <laughs> called Deborah an aggressive build a bear. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Candace? That's why I love you. I can't quit her, okay? Because that's hilarious. That big bottle she picked up when she felt the water (laughs) fall on her. I was like, what? Wait a minute. It felt empty, right? So I'm like, did you all drink all of that? It's like. I just oh, love how casual the lady. First of all, the bottle is huge. It's about half of her it's, size. It's half her size. Yes. <laughs> it's half her size. I was like, is that a prop? Is that a vase? What is it? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and the all woman right. in yellow looks so much like Giselle. Gis- 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 I, I kept Gis- looking over and over again. I'm like pausing and blowing it up to say, is that Giselle, but Giselle, Giselle's catching straight. She wasn't even there. You know that she went home. She was like, these ankles are swollen. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, I say that as a person whose ankles often swell up. So yes. I can say that. Okay. <laughs> I have lymphedema too, Giselle. <laughs> I have stovepipe legs. So I am right there with you. Oh my god, and my neck is like starting to get like the Look at this. Lines. Look at this. Look at this. I'm like, no, my neck is starting to get lines from like just age. Right. And so yeah. I 
I'm like, I'm like, not today, stovepipe legs. Not today, neck rolls. Like to myself. <laughs> <laughs>